Welcome to the Bench Time Podcast, presented by HO Scale Customs. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of the Bench Time Podcast with HO Scale Customs. Uh, I'm Brett Wiley. I got Todd with me. So, what's going on over in your world? Ah, uh, well, I am uh, today. You just had a big trip to. Uh, you just had a big trip this weekend. I did. I went to Annapolis, uh, Maryland, uh, state capital. Uh, it was my anniversary with my wife, 33 years. And um, we went there for a nice little weekend uh, along the you know, the coastal area. And I will talk to you about that a little bit, uh, the Chesapeake Bay area. Um, but in Annapolis, it was really nice. Um, now, as a result, I am fighting a cough and cold and I don't know if it's a flu or what's going on. So... Um, trying to get over that, and that's been a lot of fun this week. Yay! It's a blast. What's up with you? Oh, not much. Just uh, living the life. Uh, yeah, been busy. Uh, I think. Um, I think we've been in panic mode with our layout lately. Pan- so, I've been down here looking at the layout as you've been talking to me, and we'll talk about it a little later. Mm. Where. I'm just looking at the layout going, ugh, like, where do I start? <laughs> where do I start tearing this, this puppy apart? So just to fill everyone in, we're kind of taking a huge flipping, step. We're flipping the whole layout. Yeah. It's going to be definitely, definitely, uh, it's definitely going to be an undertaking, but that's, uh, that's okay. It's, I feel good about it. We have, right now on our layout, we have like three levels of city, and it kind of limits us on what we can do with our city. So we are actually just going to take a uh, – basically, we're going to take a wrecking ball to the entire layout, probably a sawzall, and cut it all down to one layer except the harbor, which is really where most of our work's been anyway. So we'll lose a little bit of plaster and rock work, but we have a different idea for the city, and uh, – yeah. What the hell? Why not? Yeah, I mean, the city went down into the center. See, our layout is a little different than most that you'll see. Um, it's a 360 layout, meaning as you walk around it all, in all directions, um, it's completely visible on all four sides. It sits in the center of the, of the room. And uh, we wanted it that way on purpose. I mean, uh, we could have put it up against the wall and put backdrops up and all that. But we want it to be viewable from all sides because... With fine scale detailing, I love the idea that, you know, you build a model or a structure or you do some scenery work and you put like signs on buildings on different walls and such. And yes, if you planned it out right, you might have it on a wall that's going to be seen, but sometimes you're not sure where that wall, where that building's going to go. And as a result, it's on a hidden place. I mean, it's behind another wall from another building uh, because you have them, you know, side by side, or it's not visible because of a retaining wall, or a, or, or it works its way into the into a slope, and you, you know, say so you're missing some detail, and we don't want we put too much work into our into our models and stuff. We want it to be able to be visible from all four sides. You get a the full the full view of it you know it's a it's a world you're you're recreating so that's the idea anyhow um so the way we had it it was high on on but on two of the sides and then it kind of dipped down like four or five inches into the center and sorry about that and um you just can't see everything you can't no matter no matter where you see wherever you stand you can see it if you're like me and you're six foot two and you can crane your head over the top a little bit but you know it's not how we intended it to be um well right. after we after we build it but you know it was new to us so so we uh we tried something different and it didn't work and we're gonna take a big giant um I, it's really not that big of a change when you look at it. No. it it's it's just it's just a you put a, a, a yeah. riser. Yeah, it's just a big riser, and we're just bringing it down to the, to the level like level zero, the top yeah. of the table. And we're going to make really, it a little less uh, high, you know. Um, right. Gradually, I think the biggest the biggest part of it the biggest part of it is it's going to change up 
the track work a little bit. That's right. it. But I think we got a better track scheme, and I'm really happy about that. Let's uh, lets us put a little more work into the trains, which we've been reluctant to do, and uh, I think uh, we're gonna try and get into that a little more. Um, right. Yeah. So that's I, I know I was I was looking at picking up a uh, uh, at least a, a small steam engine. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. We don't really need like a big, a big boy steam well, engine. Well, now because the thing is, before we couldn't use a big boy well, steam engine because we had right. tighter turns. Now we have that option because our our turns are much wider. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 I I think for the time being we'll we'll just start with a small. Yeah. Oh yeah. A smaller steam engine, and then we'll when we have a a little bit more uh, scratch invested into this, we'll go invest in a big boy. Right. But yeah. In a, well, the one thing we will, and maybe maybe someone can give us a little bit of direction, you know, and and we're not, we'll admit to you, we're not the uh, the the sharpest on locomotive work, or locomotive history or any of those details, but we we're kind of trying to do a little bit of a mashup of the uh, B and O, uh, and whatever else ran with it. So if you guys have any cool little smaller steam <laughs> engines that ran. In kind of a urban environment that ran alongside the B and O at any point, that'd be cool to hear from you. What's that? Just, I was just saying. There's some suggest. You know, we could we could try to get some suggestions from people who know anything about the B and O or any mm. any of the railroads that ran alongside the B and O. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be get, a huge help to to maybe point out some cool steam engines that we might not realize that are out there that we could pick up. Right. That ran in that ran in urban environments. Right. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Someone that might someone that might know the history of that a little better. Yep. Hey, anybody out there does that? Speak up. We're going to talk a little bit about history today. <coughs> Sorry about that. If, so, I, yeah, if I cough, did, I apologize for coughing today. It's just it's going to be one of them days. So, what did you come back from Annapolis with uh, <laughs> in your head? Well, um. All right. I like to take these trips. I like to have dual purpose. Okay. Obviously, it's our anniversary. So it was good to get out, get the seafood or seafood all over that town. Annapolis is pretty cool. Okay. And you missed, you missed the it's outdoor the ancient caps city. game by a week. Yes, I did. Um, but that's probably good. There probably wouldn't have been in hotels available. But um, <laughs> it's, you know, we stayed right in the historic district, right on Main Street, right across the street from the Capitol building. Uh, you can see it out of our, uh, our, our room window, uh, the dome of the, the uh, State House, Maryland State House. It was a really cool place to stay. Anyhow, got to take her down there. We got to do all those cool things. I had an underlying reason for going as well, and that was to take photos and look in and take a walking tour of a nap downtown historic Annapolis and get some of the waterside structure structures and such. And we're going to get into why that is in just a second here. But, um, that was primarily what I took of it. It has a chat. We're, we're modeling Chesapeake Bay area for our waterfront. I wanted to get that realistic feel from it. Cause we're going to do a lot of scratch building and, um, I thought, what better way to do it? Because I'd seen some photos of downtown Annapolis uh, right along the waterfront, and there's some historic homes down there that were built during that time, uh, you know, well, over the last 200 years, which, of course, but they've been, all been in use, and it's a, it's a useful, I mean, just because it, you know, it was built 100, even if 150 years ago, it's still in existence today. Um, it would have been in existence for us when we modeled 1930s and 40s. So it was neat to go down and, and check that out. I filled my camera. I took away a lot of photos. Um, I also took away from how to lay out a city. It's really kind of cool. Now, obviously, we're not putting a Capitol building in as a center focal point, but I love how the ha- right. I, and it's the second town I've been to in the last year that I visited on my little weekender trips with my wife. Um, and your mom to um, to where I've come away thinking it would be cool to build <clears throat> from front to back going uphill, um, building the city from the front at the waterline all the way to the top and the back. And I took that from, of course, this weekend in Annapolis. 
but also when we went to Harper's Ferry last June, at Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, another historic town. And um, I have a lot of photos from there as well. I'm going to, I'm might kind of incorporate some of those types of buildings. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're going to take some alterations uh, because I want to keep it Chesapeake style. But um, I love the way it was laid out and built into a hillside. Um, Harbors Ferry, of course, was a little, little steeper, uh, a little higher in grade than the. And it's a little different. Annapolis. It's a little yeah. different style. Right. Absolutely. So, anyways, I wanted to talk today um, about we we, we kind of put out a. Hey. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. TJ Oshie just scored. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're big Capitals fans in hockey, so he broke. Yeah, he broke yeah, his yeah. drought. <laughs> All right. Anyways, back to that. It's about back time to that. he's overdue. Anyhow, um, yeah, today we had a um, a question out on – you put that on Facebook? Yeah, I said – I put a question out just you know around lunchtime <laughs> knowing we were going to record the podcast tonight. Right. Uh, just – I put it all on Facebook and on our Twitter uh, and Twitter was a flat line. Zero life on Twitter today. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, I think Twitter is. Got, I, I'm sorry. Hey, someone will reach out on, out to us on Twitter, so don't don't bash it. I'm not bashing Twitter. I'm just saying Twitter is. Yeah, people put photos it's up. It's for photos, man. People don't go on there Twitter? to share their thoughts. When no. I go on Twitter, when I go on Twitter, I go on Twitter no. because I'm tired of the BS that you get on Facebook and I want to go there and I just want no. to chill out and scroll through some Come photos on. of other, other people's Twitter models. Twitter is not for photos. That's Instagram. I'm not Twitter. Instagram. That's what I meant. I apologize. No, and Instagram you, is all photos. Listen I, to you, I'm old an old man, timer. and your social I'm an old media. timer and I don't know all the... I know... Yeah, Twitter is another one too that I... Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't get Twitter. Don't, I don't understand don't Twitter. Don't worry... Don't worry about Twitter. I'll handle Twitter. Anyways, yeah. back to the topic. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're a little senile, so we're just going to keep you off the Twitter page. I, if if you're talking to me on if you're talking to us on Twitter, you're talking to me. Don't worry, my dad's not on Twitter. He thought it was Instagram. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dad. Sorry. So, anyways, I shot out a question just uh, for topics, and it worked out perfectly that uh, Matthew on our Facebook page message us back or he commented on our post that said uh you know he he enjoyed our talk last week with steven where we were talking about the research that goes into your model railroad and 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 the railroad and the buildings you do and the time period of what you model Mm -hmm. so he thought it would be interesting if we talked about that and it actually fell in perfectly with what we were talking about this week so right exactly that goes along with what you did this past weekend too right and uh yeah matthew's question (coughs) was exactly where i was kind of planning on going with uh with tonight's podcast if it was okay with you and and um yeah i mean research is huge uh look Everybody models their layout differently and for different reasons. There are people out there that are totally into prototype. They want everything to be exact, the exact brick, the exact trim on their buildings. They're, they're, they want the line that they're using to be exact. They, you know, I guess I know they call them rivet counters. And I don't have an, I don't, I'm not that guy. I'm not a rivet counter. Okay. I don't have it in for we rivet were, counters. We, we were all, we were in a past hobby yes. dish counters. Yes. So we know where they're coming from. Right. So we were kind of like that. And, um, uh, you know, um, but research is really important, uh, to, to some people. And, um, I, I think it should be important to some degree to everybody just, you know, with some variation, you can, you can get creative with your, your work. Um, you can make it a, any way you'd like to make it. You can make it perfectly the way it was, you know, brick for brick and, um, you know, a paint scheme for boxcar. Uh, however you want to do it, exactly how it was, that's up to you. If somebody else doesn't want to do it, so be it. Guess what? Yeah, it's your, their damn that's railroad. Your prerogative. Yeah, it's their railroad. Let them make it however the hell they want to make it. You know, they, nobody has to see it. And if they take photos of it, I'll tell you what, I've seen a, I've seen a lot of photos online that aren't. Um, of some gorgeous stuff that are in no way prototypical. Um, I've seen some that are prototypical that are absolutely gorgeous. 
uh, I've seen some prototypical stuff. It looks like garbage. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything and it's what you want to make of it. So, and, and that's fine, but I like research. Um, I think it's, I think it's cool to research a little bit. Like I did this weekend. Am I going to make those? Yeah. I took those photos down in Annapolis. Some of them are really yeah, yours was cool. like f- field research. You're, you're getting like field research. So right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to make it exactly like it was. I'm not going to make it the same, probably the same paint scheme. Um, I'm not going to make the buildings, ex- the doors and windows in the exact place. I'm not going to make, sh- they may have, they may have eight panes. They may have six panes. I don't know. We'll s- with the windows. I, I, I'm not sure. So we'll figure that out. But I went down to get an idea. I wanted to get that feel of the architectural structure and how it looks. And, you know, it was, uh, and it, you know, it's great. And, in that case, I you know I may prototype them. Who knows? You know I'm going to sit down and I'm going to bang out some buildings. <coughs> As for our case, in that situation, a lot of those buildings are smaller. They're you know right probably. I'm not kidding you when I say you know a building fourteen by eighteen. I mean these things aren't really big. Um, you know, two, and then some of them are fourteen by eighteen, and they're three stories high. Uh, there's some, right. there's some really uh, different uh, size buildings but, out but there. It should, down there, it should take us a long way with the right. with the amount of with right. the amount of clapboard and other wood that we have. We should be able to t- stretch that a long way with the size of the buildings that we're trying to model. Right. But what was neat about it? It was the history and the doing the research of that town. Okay. I'm not going to, this, our, our town is Blackwater Cove. It's not Annapolis. Okay. But I wanted to see how it, you know, what those buildings represented. So I took yeah. that historic walking what, what tour. An old, what an old port town would look like. Yeah. An old port town. I wonder what that building was. Well, did they make boats in it? Did they, you know, was it a, you know, um, there was one place that they, that made, uh, masts for ships and uh, I thought that was cool, you know, so I'm trying to get ideas of what the structure's purposes were. And by doing that, by looking into the research or the history of that town, ta- research the history of that town, by taking a tour, uh, it was really cool for me to, you know, know how the town operated, know how freight came in, how fishing came in, how, you know, where it went from, from the boat in to town or from, and from town from to where and how it was transported out in and out. And these are the things that you need to research. And like Brett was saying earlier, we, we do a lot of this. Um, we love this kind of stuff ourselves. We came from, um, the hobby and we've talked about that once or twice before. Um, we came from long time, a, a, a long time running, we were Civil War reenactors. And we're talking Civil War reenactors that went hardcore. I mean, we wore, Brett and I both did it. We have um, a lot of guys that we're friends with were doing it. But we went to uh, to the T, how the, how the clothing was. Right. We lived they, like they did. We carried only what you would carry in the battle. We didn't have tents. We, sleep, we slept at events. Out under the stars, under a blanket. And if it mud. rained, that was it. You pulled the blanket over you to stay dry if you could. <laughs> <coughs> you stayed. You'd stay warm, right? Not not dry. Yeah, maybe you not. You just dry. tried to stay. You just tried to stay warm, not dry. Right. But we wanted to do the research. If we were the tenth Alabama that weekend, then we would be. Then we would look into for. You know, months ahead of time, we would look in to see yeah, we wanted to what the 10th, know Alabama, what the 10th Alabama went through. And we, yeah, we'd like to know what they did, where they marched, how they marched down to, you know, formations and, you know, strategic movements on the field of battle. And then, of course, the material culture of it, uh, knowing the clothing that they wore. And everybody would contribute and get us in, in their group and try and get as much info as possible. And we went, like I said, literally went hardcore. We were all into our research. I've done a lot of research in history on the specific Civil War um, regiment and um, down to contacting their ancestors and everything else. We love that stuff. And it's it's starting to carry (laughs) over into what we're doing now. Yeah, to a degree. Two years. Well, no, not that hardcore about it. Right. But, you know, two years ago when I when I kind of reached out to you about starting a layout in my basement it mm-hmm. was more uh it was more like all right let's just get it started and now we're now we're ready to start 
it sounds crazy. And oh, that doesn't sound crazy. You guys know what we go through. You know, two years and it looks like we didn't get much done. And we're about to rip a large section of it out because we know a little more now about what we should be doing. And Mm -hmm. we're not happy with it because we know it could be better. So, you know, it it goes kind of back to what we used to do in our old hobby where we, we, we learn more now. Right. We're applying what we learned to make <clears throat> what we're doing Sorry. even better. Well, and, and, you know, so looking into the research, you know, it's it's out there. A- anything you want to find is available online. You can Google it. You can find it. And you're going to have to dig sometimes. You may have to make a phone call sometimes. You might have to call a historical society. You may not care to know the full history of it other than the fact that what what bit of information you're trying to find but it does come in help helpful and handy at times to do little historical research there's some kit buildings that i've built from some of these modelers uh um, kit manufacturers that are out there that i know for a fact they say they don't prototype and i won't name who they are they say they they really don't follow a prototype but that's that's BS because I've found that I found the buildings that they've mo- modeled them from, you know, they're obscure little buildings that are, that are historically well, photographed and you did it, a lot. And, and you, and you kind of did it by accident where yep. you were looking up something to see how something, and we're going to keep it very, very vague here. Yeah. But you were looking something up to see how a, something should have looked and you found a part of that building and you were like, oh, my God, that's the same. Yeah, that's the same building I'm working on right now. Yeah. And I wouldn't so, care. But the person said that the person says that he doesn't they do, they don't do prototypes. Well, they do. They just they take parts from it. And I'm not I'm not knocking that. That's fine. No, you know, it I mean, could look awesome. Yeah, because they take pieces from one part, one building, and they put it in with another building, and you know, so. They, but they did that probably through research, and and that's and that's great. That's how you had to do that, and I, I think that's important. Like I said, for some people, it's going to be important to do it down to the nail. Okay, to other people, it's going to be important to take a section off of it or a particular uh, bay window on a building or, you know, something along that lines, Um, a a rooftop, uh, the eaves on the rooftop or the um, the dormers and how they come out. Who knows? Uh, Whatever reason, you know, they they might draw it from seeing something. So what's that take? It takes us to go out there and do it. You got to get out there, get in your car, get out of your damn house, get out of your basement or your workbench, put on your walking shoes, take the, take the <laughs> young lady in your home with you and, and get her out of the house with you. She's probably tired of seeing the same crap and hearing about your trains and get out there and go have a, a nice time. Take the camera and rip away on some photographs and, and get out there and enjoy the sunshine a little bit because there's so right. much to pick up from it. It's not just structures. Okay. I went down there. I took pictures of, you know, the way the, um, they have marinas and everything all over now. They're modern day marinas, but I got an idea of how the, <coughs> how the, how the seawalls and, uh, the, the walls around the town where the water comes up to how they were, you know, made. And I got to, I took photos of pilings on, on the docks at the marinas and things like that, just to get the, the tones of the different woods and how the water and salt air affects them. So, I mean, and I, and I've done that before, but it's always neat to compare different photos. Um, you know, get right. out there and, and check it out. Take a walking historical tour and learn something about something that you're modeling or look up, go to your local. If you're, if you're modeling your own town, go to your town and get into your library. And I guarantee you in your library of your town, you will find stuff that's on the history of your town. How, you know, how buildings were, you know, it, there might even be actual, um, line prints or blueprints of some of the buildings that the historic buildings that were built in that town, they may be available on, on some kind of, uh, um, computer index of some type. You could look them up. Um, you know, get, get in there and do it. If you have to use historic, if it's a truly historical landmark, um, the one lighthouse that I built, I went into the national park service, uh, resources and I found the actual, 
blueprint designs of it. And I was able to, you know, make my own little demarcation marks on my paper, my drawing to show where, you know, walls end and roofs begin and things like that. So, you know, it's neat because you, there's so much to be gained by it. But like I said, you, nothing in the world beats you getting out of the house and photographing weird crap. Okay. Down to the, the, if you're walking along a train track, photo, just photograph the, the, um, the ballast, the rocket they use, um, you know, photograph the vegetation and how it grows up between rail tracks that haven't been used in a while. Um, you know, photograph, uh, if we're talking track, photograph uh, the concrete. It's uh, for a track that's built into the ground, into the concrete through a town or along a road. Um, photograph how it's cracked and how it's, you know, uh, how weeds and stuff are growing up in between it. This is stuff that you can right. model, find detail on. Things so. that you would probably normally ignore, right? Right. In, in everyday life, yeah, exactly. It, even down to when we make rock plaster rock molds, um, <clears throat> get out in your own area, or if you're modeling an area like we are, we don't live it. We don't live it on the Chesapeake. We just think it's cool to model no. it. Okay, so for me to see the rock and and uh, what type of rock is is in and around that area, I'm gonna have to go there. I'm going to have to drive there and check it out, or I'm going to have to research it. If I can't drive there, if it's too far away, it's not feasible for me to drive there, I'm going to have to look it up. And I assure you, if you wanted to find uh, the rock type or uh, that, that you'll find in and around, uh, I don't know, Boise, Idaho, well, guarantee it, <laughs> somewhere online on Google, it's there, you know, and you'll find photographs of it, you know, but, right. but do the research, you know, and, and make it. The internet's a, the internet's a hell of a place. You can find anything yeah. you want, and, anything. Right. It's, and guess what? It, it won't cost you anything. That's the best part. But, and if it, and, and, and if it's something you like and it's what you want to model and you want to mix the rocks of Boise, Idaho with the rocks of Tallahassee, Florida, okay? Who gives a damn what you, if, if anybody else likes it? It's yours. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> you know? What was that? It was me clearing my throat. Sorry. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was a monster or something in the basement. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not coming down Saturday. Well, it might be Lucille. I don't know. <laughs> Lucille. Oh, God. No. I'm not coming down Saturday. Oh, if that's we the won't case. go there. No. We're not talking about yeah. We're not talking about that. Yeah. Well, it's bad enough. It's uh, bad enough we have uh, uh, Rose, <laughs> Rosemary. Rosemary sitting here above my workbench. So um, I got Rosemary. Every now and then, every now and then when we're sitting in the living room, uh, the, the, we have those like pull down, like crappy, crappy ass plastic pull down roll roll blinds. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Every now and then we're sitting in, in the living room, and one of them will just snap straight up, just straight up in the air. <laughs> so and, you think uh, it's the old lady that lives that used to live there? I I have no idea. I but it's a it's a running joke in the house. Uh, so. Okay. Well, Rosemary hasn't been able to see me very much. I haven't been sitting in my workbench a whole lot this week because of uh, me not feeling well. And then, of course, our trip. Right. Um, I've been tired from our trip. We we had our Fitbits on down in Annapolis, and your mom and I walked. On Friday night, we walked 17,000 steps. On wow! On Saturday, we did 31,000 steps. I don't know how many Sunday because we, we uh, didn't stick along, around there real long on Sunday. Um, but if right. you, you know, if you ever get a chance to go down to Annapolis, even just for a day, it's 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 pretty cool. Uh, we toured the Naval Academy as well. It was really really cool tour there at the Naval Academy. But uh, that's impressive. <laughs> anyhow, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, on on Sunday I had fifty four thousand steps. That's that's true because you ran how far? <laughs> Tell me how far uh, you ran. Like twenty five miles. I ran like twenty five miles as a training run. That's a training run. You ran almost a marathon as one of your training runs. And I ran, and I did it up a mountain six, six and, times. And how many did you run today? I only ran three today. Oh, uh, three today. Okay. I, I ran, so here's why I ran today. This is this is not my railroading related, but it's hilarious. So I was looking at the calendar, and I realized 
that tomorrow my uh, Planet Fitness membership uh, gets charged to my card, and I haven't been there in a month. So I was like, well, you know, I should probably go to Planet Fitness tonight to justify keeping my gym membership for another month. <laughs> so that way, that way when it comes out of my checking account tomorrow, I don't feel bad about not using it for a whole month since I was charged for it last. Now I, now I can justify keeping it another month. There you go. That's so, pretty funny. <laughs> anyways, that was so. That yeah, was a little I mean, side note there. So you know, on research, um, you know, I, we we are all into knowing the true history or showing the true history. Um, but right. that might not be for everybody. You know, I've seen guys with their layouts and they take a, a damn dinosaur. A rubber dinosaur and stick it on a beautiful layout, and they, you know, and that's fine. That's their layout, and it, it's kind of whimsical and cool that they do that. I wouldn't do it on mine, but I mean, I know there's a lot of I've seen a lot of guys that do that. Um, to each his own. Yeah, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know. But uh, it's that's not my thing. But you know, I, I guess that I don't <laughs> have a problem with that. But you know, do the research, hey. figure it out, make it make it what you want to. Even if you're not going to prototype, you know, look into what you're doing. If you put a you know, make it look right. You know, if, right. if if anything else, it doesn't have to be exact. Make it look, make it look realistic. And if you want realism, and the better you research, I think the better your realism is going to turn out. So right, but photographs are huge on that. So that's the end <clears throat> of that story. But what? Yeah, right. Well, I was just to say, but you know, if you don't want it to be super realistic, who gives a who who gives a damn? Just do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, if you want a dinosaur right next to the uh, Ghostbusters car on your layout, <laughs> then you put a dinosaur next to the Ghostbusters and the car. Hot wheel, and the hot wheel track. If you What's want, a, if you want a Hot Wheel loop de loop on your on the center of your layout, <laughs> know, the, the train rolls through the loop. Go right to it. You know. I know that we had. I know that we had said earlier to not use Hot Wheels cars, and I think that was an early episode of ours. Yes, but and I still hold to that. But but for our layout. We wouldn't use a Hot Wheels car, but if you use a Hot Wheels car, whatever. Yeah, so what? Do it. Just as long as you enjoy it. So whatever. Right. All right. Well, you know, on that so, subject, real quick, Hot Wheel cars. Oh, great. <clears throat> well, I, I I'm can not understand. All those Hot I, Wheels no, no. I'm not buying. I'm not getting them all from my from your house. I don't. I don't want them. All. I have all your Hot Wheel cars here, like lots oh. of them. So anyhow. <laughs> we're, I wouldn't use them, okay? But I understand why a lot of other people do use them, and I'll tell you Cause why. Because because one car is fifteen dollars. It's made out of crap plastic. The onesies, they, I, look, don't get me wrong. I love the way the Jordan models look, and I love the way the what's the the other one I have sitting up here that I haven't built yet, Sylvan models, and they all make these great things. But the plastic Hang they on. use on them looks like garbage. I mean, it, when I'm you pull it out, there's not going to look like garbage. Yeah. Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay, good. It's not garbage. They're good models. It's your favorite thing. It's just lightweight, cheap plastic. And it's, you know, you got to put them together. They're they're not, you know, if you want detail on them, you're putting detail on them. Shh. It's going to come from your paintbrush. And what was outside of that, they're lightweight, nothing to them, and they cost you 10 to $20 and up. You know, 10 to 20 generally. And right. that's per car. And so these people that are using Hot Wheel cars, they can go out and buy them for a buck and a half, and they can load the whole layout with them. I can't even imagine a city the size of ours, what it's going to cost us to put a whole mess of freaking HO scale size uh, models on. And they're smaller. Right. So you're getting, well, they're actually they're actually truer to scale. The HO ones are truer to scale. I get that. Why can't a company come out there somewhere and say, okay, let's make... Let's make uh, scale HO scale cars, you know, and make some castings and 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 put together a solid looking HO scale car. I am trying to find the name of that company that I bought. Um, I, I'm on eBay. I'm scouring frantically to find it before the podcast is over. Okay, I bought a reasonably priced cat. Now you have to paint it, obviously, mm-hmm. but it was a reasonably cast uh, HO scale car. Or a pickup truck, and I cannot find for the life of me. I cannot find. Oh, here it is. Found it. Oh, yes. And there's no name on it. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna find it. 
Okay. Well, anyhow. But keep talking. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on from that. Let's get to our. Uh... <coughs> I'm going to interrupt you when I find it. All right. On the workbench. On the workbench today, I have not. I have not really done much on the workbench this week because I've not been feeling well and I was on a trip. But I, I am working on this warehouse. Um, that I was uh, the Pier Twenty Three Sanborn Coffee. And, um, uh, by FOS skill, I've been working on that one. Uh, right now I have the walls up. I'm getting ready to put, uh, on the corrugated siding. I have to paint all that. That's where I'm at on that model. Um, I'm also in the process of painting a couple figures, uh, prize or figures. So that's my new thing there. Uh, outside of that, uh, not a lot on my workbench, uh, schedule. I have a lot on the schedule, a lot to get done and work on. Now that I'm feeling a little peppier, maybe. Uh, we'll see how morning, see how the morning treats me. Um, I plan on getting to, uh, some more modeling this weekend. Um, the morning. Yeah. Well, when I wake up in the morning, I feel like somebody pooped on my face. It's just horrible. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crap. I, I feel crappy. Just cough. There it is. I found uh, it. I feel like they, Sorry, I have cat. to interrupt. What? I got to interrupt. Go do it. So it's called Stony Mountain Castings. Yeah. And they have they're on eBay, they're on they got they're on a couple websites I've seen. Stony Mountain Castings, they have HO scale vehicles that are now you have to do the work and they're they they need painted. But the detail on them is awesome. They look they look great. Mm-hmm. I've done one. I've done one as a test just to kind of say like, oh, what's six bucks or five bucks? I can I can eat five dollars if I have to. Yeah, five dollars is a little more reasonable. And they're 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 in the five to eight dollar range depending on what vehicle you buy. Yeah. And they're just a cast they're just a casting of a vehicle and they look awesome. They're and they're half the price of like a Jordan or something. And they just they look good. I mean Jordan doesn't so, make Jordan's out of business, okay? So everybody and right. their mother I meant, get whatever's left out there, everybody's jacking through the roof on the price. I get that. Okay? Like everything else. But, it's like the people we talked about last week that buy the kits and hoard them, and then when they because they're limited editions, then they jack the price up to a million dollars and try to sell them. And then the person that buys it for a million dollars doesn't use it. He puts it on his shelf, and he's afraid to open it and touch it and build it. Why even have the damn model? Okay, but whatever. Um, you know, So Jordan models are well, out there. I'm on a rant today. I'm sorry. But the uh, – Anyways – but the, if you, the, if you're looking for if you're looking for some reasonably priced vehicles like under under the ten dollar range in the five ish to eight five to ten dollar range and now they're not matchbox cheap where they're a dollar a piece but they're to scale they look good I painted one up I I did a pickup truck it's a nineteen I did a nineteen thirty seven uh, Studebaker pickup yeah and it it looks awesome and. It cost me six dollars. Yeah. So they're on eBay. There's a couple websites that have them, but it's a uh, Stony Mountain Castings. Yeah. And it's worth checking out. So that's it. I'll have to look into them. Definitely. It's it's definitely better than buying a fifteen dollar hell yeah uh, fancy one. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't get me wrong. Once they're painted up, there's some modelers out there that make these vehicles look amazing. And uh, but there's they're lightweight and there's nothing to them. I just don't see the for something that's being cast mold injected with cheap plastic. I now, really don't see why they had to r- jack the price up. Now that you're high. Paying, you are paying for the time of buying it pre-painted. <coughs> What's that? But I said you're you're talking about the ones that are already paint. They're already painted. No, no, the kits you oh. have to build are they're fifteen twenty oh, bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's nice about these casting? So we've I've done a Jordan, I've done a Jordan miniature or kit or or a couple of them, and there's a lot of little parts that go into them. Yeah. But what's nice about these Stony Mountain castings, if you can find them, it's like one piece. It's one piece. You just got to paint one piece and then put the tires on. So it's, oh, wow. it's five pieces. It's it's four tires and a t- and a and the body. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah, it's. You know, a less assembly, a little bit more tedious with painting, but they're a quarter of the price. Yeah, yeah, that's a big difference. But uh, so, yeah. Anyways, anyways that's, back off that's, of that. That's my little. That's my little tidbit <coughs> for vehicles. Okay, cool. So, what's on your workbench? On my workbench, I. Uh, well, <laughs> where do we start? So. I am wrapping up the Blue Slipper Tavern, finally. That will be done tomorrow night, completed. 
Um, I also am wrapping up Roland's welding, which we've had since like June. Wow. And that just needs to be, that just needs to be done. Yeah. That, that, that was one where I started and got sidetracked and then got back onto it and sidetracked. And it's a cool I'm just trying to building. wrap that kit. I'm just trying to wrap that kit up just to get it out of my hair. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the, the next, that the other big thing that we're doing is what we talked about earlier, where we're ripping out a bunch of parts for our layout. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily on my workbench, but it's on my work, my scope of work for the week. Yeah, me too. Where I've been start, I've been starting to disassemble part of our layout to redo it. Right, right, yep. So that's what I got. Cool. Um, what about uh, what about your detail part? My detail part are miniature wooden spools that you would put thread on. Okay, that uh, women get for sewing or men get for sewing if you're into sewing. Okay, <clears throat> don't want to stereotype sewing. Um, but they have like these little miniature uh, spools are about three quarters of an inch high. Uh, they're great for wrapping. Uh, you can wrap wire cable around them and uh, use them for uh, line spools. For electrical line spools, that type of thing, um, they're great. If you got, if you can find wooden, the little miniature wooden spools, um, I recommend using those um, for a multitude of different things that you could use them for. Um, obviously, uh, I, I mentioned the line, the line spools, but uh, you can sand down the edges of them and make uh, uh, the well, sand down the little rim edge at the ed on each side of the spool and um get it to be flat if you have a lathe that's even better but um <clears throat> put them uh uh make them totally round and and uh even on all sides so you get rid of that lip on the top and bottom and uh you can make some nice um uh oil tanks of some kind by laying them on their side um yeah they're they're decent size you know, uh, kerosene tanks, that kind of thing. So, um, right. you know, there's there's all kinds of things you could probably do with them. Uh, they're pretty cool, the little wooden spools. That's my detail part. And uh, good luck finding them, by the way, at, at stores. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to get online and search for miniature spools uh, and buy them that way, but they're not real expensive. Uh, but you're not going to be able to go to Walmart and just buy wooden spools. I know because I went and looked last night. Luckily, my wife sews a lot of things, and uh, she she actually is – it's her hobby is sewing. And she had some extra wooden spools, and she gave me a handful of them, and I'm putting them to use. So um, that's my small miniature part. What do you got going on? I have uh... – Again, it's from Casey's workshop, but it's the uh, sidewalks. Uh, we ordered a couple. We ordered a couple sidewalks from them, and they are the brick, like a brick laid sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna put them down on the uh, Blue Slipper Tavern. Oh, that's the Blue cool. Slipper Tavern kit. So out front of that kit, we're gonna have uh, out front of that building. We're gonna have a brick laid sidewalk. We should get more and, of them. Uh, yeah, I have a few. I bought I bought a couple packs of mm -hmm. them, and then you got one free from the model, the fine scale model or expert. Yeah. So we have a uh, three, six, seven pieces of it of brick of you know brick yeah. sidewalk. So well, I'm telling we'll have you, to maybe get. They're not that expensive either. I mean, uh, they're they pretty cheap cool. from them. Uh, that was a lot of some of the photos I took down in Annapolis were brick sidewalks. It was all over the place. In fact, they even had brick streets. Main Street was all brick. It is so cool. Yeah. So cool. yeah. yeah. We'll have to maybe look into doing some more brick sidewalks. Yeah. So that's what I got for my detail part of the week. And my, oh, excuse me. My tool of the week is your wife is not going to like, the wives out there are not going to like this tool. But it is a pampered, it is actually – it's pretty high class actually. It's the Pampered Chef Pot Scraper. And if you're not familiar what? with what this is, it's a Pampered Chef Pot Scraper. Now leave me alone, damn it. I'm going to explain it. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, – uh, I don't know what – I don't know if any of your – I'm sure your wives have done Pampered Chef if any of you are out there are married. But Pampered Chef – is this magical thing where money just disappears from your checking account and then 
Stuff just shows up at your house that you're never going to use. So that's my opinion of Pampered Chef. Anyways, uh, so, but I found this little uh, neat kind of square thing out of the Pampered Chef order that she got not too long ago. And I'm not going to admit to guilt of taking one, but I took one. Oh, no. she got eight of or six of them or Does whatever. She know? I threw them Does in the she box. Know? I don't know. What? Does she know? Oh, yeah, yeah. She knows. Oh, I bet that was a real good one. Go ahead. No, there's a whole punch. There's a whole bunch of pot scrapers in the okay, box. Okay. There's like six of them. All right. I, they probably give them away for free. I don't know. Who what, knows? What the hell Who you cares? do with them? So what it is, it's a hard piece of plastic that you use to like scrape like old dried up mac and cheese or whatever the hell you made in your pots and and, and yeah you, you uh i use them down here for plaster work so when i'm doing rocks and i'm trying to make a level edge this is a nice it's about as wide as a business card but it's all it's about half the half the length of a business card and i use them to kind of make a nice flat edge on on my rocks or flat edges on my plaster where i'm trying to get rid of some lines and stuff in the plaster yeah and just it was just by accident i found it in my on my workbench and I was like, well, that'd probably be good for working with, you know, um, working with, uh, the plaster and working with, uh, shoot. Why am I drawing a blank on that? Holy cow. The bag of stuff, sculpt the mold. Oh my God. I can't believe sculpt the mold. Okay. I can't believe sculpt the mold is not ingrained in my head by now. Yeah, I know. We've put about 6,000 pounds with, on it, the layout. It, my pot scraper. It's, it was free for me. Who knows how much it really cost me, but, uh, it, I I just like it for leveling off plaster and sculpt the mold for making some level level edges on pots and I mean level edges on uh, rocks and stuff. Ah, what about your tool? Oh, uh, my tool is a file card. Okay, a file card is not a card at all. It is a wooden handle flat <laughs> brush. I don't know why. I know why they call it that. I don't know why they. I know why they call it a file card. I don't know why card is the thing on it. It's a wooden handle wire brush. Okay. I use it for like many of you with the wire brush that you scrape, you know, uh, your wood to try and get the grain in it, that kind of thing, um, to age, age, you know, or distress it a little. So this is a file card. It's my favorite way to do it. There's the little, the little small handle brushes with the wire on them, but you use them like three times and they start to splay out. And when you touch them with your fingers, your fingers start to bleed. Okay. Because you poke <laughs> yourself with the little wire edge that stuck, sticks out the side. There's that one, there's that one little wire that goes haywire to the right or left. And when, and you, even if you're not, you're just handling it to put it away. You can poke your finger and start bleeding somewhere. Okay. Um, these file cards are similar, uh, in that regards. They don't necessarily, they display eventually, but it takes a longer time. Um, it's a flat wooden brush handle. Okay. They're used, the file card is used for cleaning your, your metal files or wood files and you run, you run it over the brush and it cleans it out. It's a wider brush. I'd say about this one's about an inch and a half. It's made by Osborne. Um, it's called an Osborne file card number seven, five, one, one, six. I've had it for a year and a half and I've used it pretty hard and it's still in remarkably good shape. It does splay a little bit. I do have to watch a little bit sometimes with poking my finger, but because it's on a straight flat edge, I can push it with a uh, a block of wood or something and bend them back into shape. Um, it's really What's nice. What's the number on that? Osborne what? It's an Osborne file card, and it is 75116. Awesome. I found it online, and we will put a little post up about it tonight Mm -hmm. or when you're listening, when you're listening to this, it'll be tonight. We'll put a post up on it about where you can get it. I found one on Amazon. I love Amazon. Mm -hmm. I found one on Amazon for nine bucks. Oh, wow. I don't know how much you paid for it. They're not not about that. It wasn't cheap. And, but I'm saying I've got a year and a half of it and make, and we've made quite a bit. We've made quite a few structures over the years, over the last year and a half. Okay. So, right. It's it's nice. It's about an inch and a half wide, 
Um, it's easy to handle. It's it's nice to it, it goes over nice and easy. It it if you're taking over clapboard siding, it seems to follow in the clapboard side like all over the place where you have one line cutting through and then it looks like the same line's cutting through the next clapboard piece. No. <laughs> it, it's not. This is a nice even it's nice. It's easy to control. I get um it, it's it's a very very useful tool for me. That was my tool for today. So file cards, cool, cool. file cards for distressing your your wood, any wood. Cool. Now, uh, what do you uh, what do you have on your uh, your playlist for the week? What's what are you listening Whoa, to? I'm, we're gonna go way back to Uh-oh. Jock Jams one. Oh my god! We're going to Jock Jams one. Uh, that arena music. You know, get out of here! No, with that. man, I want the Jock Jams one arena music on my Google Play, uh, my Google Play music, um, and listen to a whole mess of Jock Jams. I think I got the Jock Jams three last week, and um, I remember listening to those in your car when I was a kid you did. on cassette tape. Yes, see, I used to manage a hockey rink. For anyone out there that knows, uh, how, you know, I'm the I am his son, yes. but I'm not young enough to not remember. A cassette tape. Yeah. So I know what cassettes are. <laughs> well, for 20 years, I used to be involved in the sport of hockey, and I was a hockey rink manager and a, um, you know, instructor uh, for skating and hockey and coaching. Um, that's what I did full time. And um, we used to listen to a lot of arena type music. We play it for for you know small amateur yeah, games pop-up, or pop-up our semi pro. You know, wannabe league that we had, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was it <laughs> glorified was, uh, men's travel hockey, right? We're a big hockey family, so um, you know. But I had I went back to the Jock Jams on the music, and then a little Toby Keith. Uh, Dang, but listen, it's all right. a Toby Keith as well. So I'm gonna go with Jock Jams, which is a variety of all kinds of oldies, uh, nice. not oldies, but you know, eighties and nineties music, and then uh, some Toby Keith. And uh, that, okay. that's what I have. What did you do? I, uh, I've been listening to uh, a little bit of podcasts and uh, and some music. So I listened to the new Three Three Days Grace mm-hmm. album. They have a new album out. They still, uh, I can't believe they're still in it and still making music. But go ahead. What do you mean you can't make, believe they're still making music? It's been a long time. You got, you got Metallica, who's been around forever. Yeah, but Metallica and they just put a CD Three Days out. Grace. But yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. But hey, they're making music. They put a new album out. It. It's not bad. I, I, was listen- I was listening to that a little bit, and uh, I was also, as my dad mentioned earlier, we're we're big, we're really big hockey fans, and uh, I I have been listening to the uh, Spit and Chicklets podcast, which <coughs> is a little bit edgy. So if you're if you're uh, Spit and Chicklets is great. Into <laughs> if you're not into cursing and hockey language, don't listen to it. But if you love hockey and you can handle the language, yeah. Spit and Chicklets is is a heck of a hockey show. Right. Spit and Chicklets, by the way, I, is I, when I, it's when you get punched in the face I, and your your teeth fall out and you gotta spit them out. That's spit and you're and chicklets. Spitting your you're spitting your chicklets yeah. or your teeth out on the ice. Right. Or that, but yeah. Go ahead. I uh I uh you know, I, I've been listening to them for my my boss turned them on to me about two years ago, and I I, I got you listening to them about at that time, and uh, I love their podcast. So that's I had three days grace, and I had the Spit and Chicklets Hockey podcast playing on my uh, on my uh, my Google Play this week. So that's what I had on. Um, I do have some new exciting news to share with everybody. Mm-hmm. We are now on iHeartRadio as well. Cool. So our our podcast is now listed on iHeartRadio. If you have the app, you could download the iHeartRadio app and just search for the Bench, Bench Time Podcast or search Model Railroading or search HO Scale Customs or I don't know, whatever whatever your heart fancies to find train podcasts. Uh, there's not many of them out there on, HO, on uh, no, iHeartRadio yet. No, definitely not. So – I just heard on the. I actually heard through listening to the iHeartRadio podcast that they were accepting podcast submissions mm-hmm. now. So I submitted ours, and it's now they're picking up our feed. So it's on. It is now available on iHeartRadio app and iHeartRadio.com. And they have all of our episodes. Uh, 
They have all our episodes, awesome. and by tomorrow morning, they will have our newest episode. Well, when you guys are listening to it, it'll be Friday evening, probably. Right. But, yeah, they have everything <laughs> on there. It's all the same as every other outlet, and it's free. Sweet. We're getting so out if there. So if you're listening to us on iHeart now, thanks. Yeah. We are also going to be putting all of our podcasts on YouTube, and we're going to create be creating a podcast, um, the YouTube Music it's it's through YouTube, but it's called YouTube Music. Uh, we are going to be putting them on there as well. So if you want to to listen to them all in a row or create a playlist, mm-hmm. you can do that off of the YouTube Music app, and that'll probably be happening this weekend as I upload them all to YouTube. Cool. But uh, just more places to catch our podcast, and uh, that's that's really the big news of the week. Well, I know we have we have another <laughs> guest or two scheduled in the next couple weeks mm-hmm. and uh I don't want to say who they are now yet because we don't we don't really have a a hard date na- nailed down, but I know we have been in contact with them and working some stuff out. So we'll have at least two more guests coming up in the next couple weeks. Right. Maybe maybe a couple more, but um, yeah, I mean, that's, and if that's these manufacturers or companies or, um, you know, these uh, people that write articles and such for Model Rain or they want to get in touch with us, you know, this is where hey, yeah, we'll even, gladly get you on the show. Even if you're not, even yeah. if you're not a publisher or, or a model or a but, manufacturer, but you got something Steven you want to share. We had Steven, we had Steven Hayworth on and he was just a, uh, yeah. you know, he's just a modeler like us and uh, a little bit more time involved than we we have right. as far as his history and model railroading but uh yeah you, know, you got we're, something we're to really share and just we're really just looking to get anyone on the show that's got something interesting and, yeah. and cool to share right. so yeah we'll definitely uh, give we're us definitely a shout. that um i give us a on shout. the other we hand just want to get mo- what i have your huck's whitewash here in front of me that you got you brought over ah. to me and next week have i will be talking it? a little bit about huck's whitewash because i'm going to try it on this building that i'm working on right now uh so uh yes. that has been given to us by dr ben's uh skill consortium and it's yes. huck's whitewash. i also got the uh, naughty walnut. Uh-huh. The naughty, naughty, naughty walnut. walnut. Naughty walnut. <laughs> no, I got, I got the naughty walnut, and I actually used it on the Casey's kit that he gave us. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the uh, the blue slipper tavern right. that he hooked us up with. I used the Doctor Ben's naughty walnut on the side building for mm-hmm. the blue slipper tavern, and it turned out awesome. So I think next week we're gonna hit. A little bit more on Dr. Ben's now yep. that we know how his products work. Sure. Once we know how his products work a little better, I'm going to experiment with a couple other ways to use his stain, his weathering stain right. that I got. And I think you you will too. So next week and we next will week, be talking you, about next Dr. Week, Ben's a little bit more. Next week you'll also be uh, – tomorrow night you'll be done with Casey's uh, workshops uh, – um, blue zipper slipper tavern. Blue zipper tavern. So next week, uh, I, w- I would like for you to uh, give us a, a full review on it. You know, a rundown. Yeah, on I'll the give you the rundown. And uh, uh, they got to be kinda, good. I, 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 you know, I'll give you the the rundown of how I put the kit together and what I ran into and how I did it. Okay, it, it's a good kit. Um, but you know, with every kit, there's a, there's a there's always different ways to do something. So I will be going over everything that I. Yeah went over with that kit it, it turned it's turned out um, nice that, i really like it so yeah it's unique it's a unique kit yeah so now and also next week got, also next week now this week i wrote an article on doing um building your layout uh your showing your detail in layers or building your model in layers um and i want to talk more um either next week if we have time or the following week i want to do um, a little segment on layering uh, and layers, not just with painting your building, but layers on your scenery and everything else. And then what that means to show depth and how to get as much uh, detail to show and look uh, right. as realistic as possible. And uh, there's a couple ways to do that. So I would like to get into what you can't print because it takes too long. It was already a mile long, my article. So I'm sorry about my <laughs> mile long article. But uh, anyhow, go ahead. No, that's it. That's I, it. Uh, that's it's all hockey I got. time. Andre Burakovsky just scored for the Caps, so it's 4-2 Caps over the Islanders. Sweet. And uh, with that, I think we are going to start wrapping it up. Yep, I'm going to watch we, it. As always, 
as always, uh, our Facebook page actually this week has been blowing up. We, we've gained more traction on our Facebook page. So if you haven't liked our Facebook page yet, go over to HO Scout Customs on Facebook and hit a like, give us a like. Our Instagram page is as busy as usual. Uh, Patreon, we're still looking for some patrons. We want to get some better recording equipment and we want to kind of make our podcast a little bit more professional as we go. Yes. Uh, we are, we know our audio in the beginning was kind of shoddy and we're trying to improve it every, every week that we go learning what to do and what to not to do. And, uh, if you become a patron of the show, you will get the early, an early release of the podcast. You'll get it 24 hours before everyone else is going to get it. And uh, there's some other cool things on there like stickers and, and, and different levels. I know there's a top level of if you are a patron for a certain amount of time, we'll actually scratch build you a kit, a small building. We're not going to make you an 11-story building obviously, but we'll make you a small personalized uh scratch built thing and uh that's it so and, if, and if, we, and if we ever run into you if we ever run into you in a show or whatever else we find out you're one of our patrons then we'll go and we'll get an adult beverage and uh yeah. and, or, and i'll give you a we'll hug just, so you know, i'll well, hug yeah we don't have to hug. Will hug yeah but um if you, you know you don't have to hug no if you're not in the hugging no. whatever but anyhow but yep and if you're not into adult beverages we could just go get a uh, a milk. We can get a milk. We can go get a burger. Okay. A burger and a Coke. Yes. All right. So uh, let's get out of here, man. Let's head over to our hockey. Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash HO Scale Customs. We're still looking for some patrons to help out with our show. We would greatly appreciate it. If you become a patron, we will give you a shout out on the show and you'll get some perks for becoming a patron. And with that, I think we're going to sign off. I want to get up the stairs and catch a second half of this Capitals game, even though it is the Capitals. And yeah, okay, if you're out there and you're not a Caps fan, they're probably going to choke. But let us enjoy it. We're the Caps fans. We're used to it. So Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 43 years of watching them choke. So, um, yeah. Hey. Just let us let us let us take the small moments that's and, right. and just enjoy when they win. Yep. So okay. that's it. That's it. I, uh, I'm I'm done for the night. I will uh, I will leave you with that. See you later. All right, later. <laughs>